Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. You're listening to a message from the Poimano, bringing you the very best from the vast teaching archive of healing evangelist, best-selling author, and megachurch pastor, Dag Heward Mills. Faith is an unstoppable, supernatural, and invisible power working in your life and is also a key spirit that every Christian must aim to have operating in their life and ministry. In our Friday message, Dag Heward Mills focuses on faith as one of the spiritual forces available to a born-again Christian in order to defeat the enemy and overcome obstacles in life. You'll be more motivated to treasure the valuable and precious spirit of faith as you listen to today's word. Despised, rejected 
All right, lift your hands and thank God for tonight. Thank Him for His presence. Thank you, Lord, for your blessing. Hallelujah, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. Thank you for your great and eternal blessing that you pour upon us. We are grateful. We are thankful. We are grateful. Hallelujah. 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 In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. Hebrews chapter 11. I need you to... I'm talking tonight about basic spiritual forces. One of which is faith. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Amen. Faith is a basic spiritual force. Do you understand what I'm saying? Basic, everybody say basic spiritual force. Amen. We all need some kind of force applied to our lives and our situations to enable us to accomplish what we need to accomplish with our lives. Amen. And one of the basic forces that must be employed and deployed is faith. Amen. Now, another word for faith can be risk. You could, you could interchange the word faith with the word risk. Amen. Now, Hebrews 11 verse 1 says, Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. This verse explains why I say that faith, another word for faith, is the word risk. Because you have no substance. You have no evidence. But you are moving. Isn't it? You have no substance. You have no evidence. But you are moving. Amen. So, you need to be able to have faith and to be able to take some risks when it comes to following the Lord. There are other forces that are like faith. One of them is positive thinking. It's like faith, but it's not faith. Faith Turn with me to Mark 11, verse 22. It says, And Jesus answering, saith unto them, Have faith in God. But if you check your, your margin, the margin of your Bible, it will, it will tell you that have faith in God is, have the faith of God. Or 
the King James puts it nicely, have faith in God. Alright? And Mark 11 verse 23 says, For verily I say unto you, whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea. Alright? And shall not doubt in his heart that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. Now, you can agree with me that it would take a kind of force to move the mountain. Without some kind of backing force, mountain is not going to move. Amen. That is why I'm saying that faith is a basic spiritual force that you must learn to deploy in your favor. Amen. You must believe. Now, it's very, very important because most, especially because of verse 2. It says, for by it the elders obtained a good report. Now, you, you, you can do well spiritually and you can have a good report. This good report obviously was not in any school because almost all the schools we know today were invented recently, even writing and reading and or even I should say printing. And the school, so what is the oldest school in the world? It may be 100 years or 200 years. Oxford University, I don't know how, 300 years. How old are they? I mean, how old is this oldest school in Ghana? So when we say you had a good report, it was, it's not a school report. That's the point I'm trying to make. It's not a school report. Abraham, in the days of Abraham, Isaac, and all these guys, there were no such schools. They were farmers and they were following goats and cows all over the world. You get what I'm saying? They didn't have science, learning, the things that we learn and so on. So, these people had good reports, not in school. But they had a good report from the Lord. So, you can have a good report from the Lord. Now, what are the things that are going to keep you from having a good report? Think about your life. What are your problems? Or shall I say, what are your problems? What are your problems? What problems do you have? Huh? What problems do you have? What problem do you have? What spiritual problem do you have? What problem do you have? That problem, when you close your eyes and pray and think, you realize that it's one or two things that will keep you, you at least you are conscious of. It's like, this thing will keep me from having a good report. You see, and many times, the thing that can keep you from having a good report hasn't come up yet. That is why sometimes it seems that you are having 
a good report. Because, you see, um, everybody has things that are easy to do. You see, for some of you, you are faithful and loyal because by nature and by temperament, you are also faithful and loyal. So when the word of God came about loyalty, it just needed about three to five units of spiritual input to say, ah, faithfulness is good and loyalty is good. But when it came to forgiveness, When it came to hurt, you realize that we need about 98 kilo units of spiritual impact pressure per square centimeter. (laughs) Before you could forgive. So, because something that hurts you has not yet come up. You look good. You look good. You look good. You look good. In fact, you are not bad at all. It's because that area that needs a lot of spiritual kilo units of power input has not been brought up as an issue. So, Um, we all have areas like that that you need to. If you tell a man who got married, you, you, you come to him with a scripture and you say to him, do not defraud your wife of sexual delights. According to 1 Corinthians chapter 7. He will say, yes, he's just got him married. He will say, Pastor, I am determined to obey the word of God in all aspects. <laughs> and this is, I must be obedient to the word of God. <laughs> it's a must do scripture. But if you give that same scripture, to a switch off average switch off woman who has switched off in life does not understand what is sex and you repeat that scripture defraud not you will not get the same response you may need 93 kilo units of spiritual power per square centimeter (laughs) but if you come to another scripture to that same sister where you say sing hymns psalms and spiritual songs somebody who went to a Methodist school and has been learning all the Methodist hymns and you are saying sing psalms, hymns and spiritual songs say oh 
am a daughter of the Lord. And I, I want to be obedient unto Jesus. Are you there? So you find out that we all have different things. And in one of my new books that is just about to come out, we have the different levels of obedience. So you, that's why you, you, don't have to judge, you don't have to judge yourself or judge anybody before the time. Because some of the things you are doing and praising yourself, some of them is natural for you. Some of you ladies who are virgins, it's because you were not beautiful when you were at a certain age. Look, don't, don't get angry with me when I preach like this. <laughs> don't shout at me just because I'm preaching the word of God. Listen. Do you know what is an ugly duckling? You know what's an ugly duckling? Yeah. Some of you were ugly ducklings. It's as time has gone by and you've been able to do your hair here and there and so on that you have been a little improved. So this looking down on others who are not virgins and standing so spiritually, very looking, you know, how? I mean, how? It's because you were, you see, your ugly duckling position combined with just three units of the word, just three per square meter was enough to keep you a virgin. Because nobody was chasing you. Nobody was chasing you. Hey! So, so what I'm, I'm, I'm just explaining that uh, I don't know what area of your life we need 97 kilo units. But that is the area that can keep you from having a good report. That's the area that can keep you from having a good report. That's the area that can keep you from having a good report. Maybe that area and a number of other areas. But there are areas where a lot of units are needed. You'll be surprised that that area can keep you from having a good report. And the Bible says that the elders were able to have a good report by faith. But they used faith to have a good report. So through this basic spiritual force, the areas of your life that need so much pressure, maybe you are a phlegmatic, they need to talk and talk to make you move. Because you are so lazy. When you sit down, you don't like to move. You want a job that involves no movement. But you need so much pressure. And that phlegmatism may cost you a good report in heaven. So today I have some good news for you because I'm showing you a basic force that can catapult you 
into a superman, superhuman status. Where you will become someone who overcomes big things. Hey, are you listening to me today? I'm talking about big things. When we talk of faith, we are only talking of big issues, big problems, big mountains. The Bible says, Whosoever, they didn't say, Whosoever shall say unto this hill, this hill. God knows what is a hill and what is a mountain. He said, Whosoever shall say to this mountain, Be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe. That those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have the things that he's saying. What he's saying will happen to him. So if the elders were able to have such a good report. People whose names are recorded. People like you and me. Then you can equally have a good report even though you are just like the people in the Bible let's take Samson I believe he's part of the good report people because he slew the Philistines and God used him even after the era of Delilah God used him to do more than before Delilah. Samson was a man with sexual desires that have been raised above the average. (laughs) Yeah. We have Moderate, severe, and mild sexual problems or sexual um, arousement. The Bible speaks about how people have been allured by much wantonness into lasciviousness and licentiousness. So, Samson was someone who who had his sexuality, which, by the way, is one of the most normal functions found in any living thing created on earth. Yeah. Any animal has it. And we also have it. But Samson, his own was severe. <laughs> Are you listening? But he could still have a good report. Wow. He could still have a good report. 
in spite of severely aroused to a point of pathological sexual arousement. Pathology is an is a medical term. One of the meanings of pathology is disease. Is diseased. So in, in a doctor can ask, what's the pathology? What's the pathology here? What pathological condition are we dealing with? Like what kind of sickness is this? You see, and the the reason why pathology study dead bodies is we are trying to see what the disease did to the body. So we will go inside to look how how did it become when the disease went its full course? What happened to the person? What happened to the heart? What happened to the lungs? What happened to the stomach? And for instance, with high people with high blood pressure, when they checked their blood vessels and they tested it, it was full of salt. And they found that people with high blood pressure have a lot of salt inside their blood vessels. Just testing the dead person, the disease, what does it do to people? So you find out that pathological sexual desires, Shabazimambros, Through faith. Believe me. Through faith. Through faith. You can be a great man of God. A great woman of God. Eh? A great woman of God. And God can really use you. God can really use you. You see, a lot of brothers cannot lift up their head in church. Because of sexual feelings. Brothers, raise your hand if what I'm saying is an experience. Kabaya, shabaya. But through faith, believe me, I'm telling you something. Through faith, you can. Did you hear me? I said you can. You can also work for God. You, you can become a great man of God. You can be a shepherd. You can be a pastor. I'm telling you. Bible says that is how those who had a good report had a good report. They had a good report through their faith. It's a, it's a spiritual force that propels a man. That is one of the reasons why you also hear of men of God having scandals and sexual whatever because when you see a plane flying in the air it is not that it doesn't know where is the ground do you understand it knows the ground and originally it was on the ground but a force has made it a very heavy very heavy thing with hundreds of people to be suspended in the air for a long time. So, its natural place is down there on the ground by a force. That's what I'm talking about. Faith. It's a force. It's a, it's a, you shall say to this mountain, whenever we talk about faith, we are talking about big things, big issues. Real, the, the real issue that affects you is the issues we are talking about when we talk about faith. Yeah. I'm talking about how you can have a good report. 
in spite of what you are. So when you see an, a, a Lolo plane moving in the air, it's not that it doesn't know the ground, but a force has maintained it up there. So occasionally some come down because of there's a lot of pressure to come. That's why Paul said, he said, I keep my body under. Lest after I have preached to others, I myself become a castaway. Yeah. Some ladies also have pathological sexual diseases. Yeah. Pathological. One day I was standing by a sister with a pathological sexual condition. I was, I turned this way and I was looking at either some cars or some people or some trees and the wind was blowing. And I think I was saying something and then I was talking to her. So when I turned, I realized that she wasn't listening to me. So I said, what are you doing? She said, ah, I saw that guy walking and I was just marvelous. I said, wow. What a guy. And I realized that it's a pathology. (laughs) It's a pathology. (laughs) Hey, but I see faith can help you. Are you listening to me? I said, faith can cause your aeroplane to be suspended in the sky. Shabayaka, yaka, yaka, yaka. Whenever we talk about faith, we are talking about big things, real issues, mountains, it's nothing, not hills, no hurdles, mountains. Only your issue hasn't come up. In Tina, you are looking what? Good. You are looking good because your area were great spiritual kilo units per square centimeter. Not per square meter, per square centimeter. Have to be applied. Some people is hurt. They cannot forgive. They can be faithful if you teach loyalty. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you teach fatherhood, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you teach tithing, they will tell I've paid tithe for 17 years. But, 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 let the issue that offends you really come up and you are really offended and hurt when you genuinely feel that you have been wronged what was it hurt when you see when you, somebody is hurt <laughs> sometimes people are, are wondering that why is the person hurt the, uh, let me tell you why people are hurt people are hurt because 
they know and they believe and they feel very, very genuinely hurt. They feel it. They feel I've not been treated as I should be treated. They really, really think so. That's why Paul said, why not be wronged? Why are you going to court, Christian? Allow yourself to be cheated. In Christianity, when somebody is cheating you with one, Christianity is allow him to cheat you twice. Give him your coat and your shirt. When he slaps you one, allow him to continue slapping on the other side. That's Christianity. One day I was talking to a, a brother. It's an older brother. What he loves are the Psalms. Listen, sing me one of those melodies, Psalm 91. Any, any Psalm, any of those older, not, not the ones we know. Anyone? Yeah. Anyone? Sing. This is what he loves. You have spoken in a vision to your godly ones and said, I have given help to the one who is mighty. He loves, he loves this one and other Psalms. Psalm 90. Find some Psalms quickly. Check, revise. Now, one day I said to the brother have you stopped quarreling with your fellow brother he said no 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 he is a monster he said this man is a monster I said why well, said he's a monster he said somebody that I've cared for somebody that I've looked after Somebody that I have, I bought his underwear for. He started to describe the things he has done for them. I bought his pants. I bought his, he, he, said, he said he came, because he was living abroad. He said he came from Ghana with his cotton shirts. He described, he said, his cotton shirts. <laughs> cotton shirts. God, what I'm wearing is a cotton shirt. <laughs> and I look after him. He said, no, no. It's a very dangerous. Then he asked me, are you friendly with him? I said, oh, I've not seen him for... You said you, he can poison you. He told me he can poison you. He's a very dangerous person. I said, wow. And you see, you see that some people, it's when it comes to offenses. Ah, you've got them. But I tell you, friend, and you see, these, this, uh, you know, guns are like that. Guns. They love to debate. One, one of the liabilities in, in ministry is a gun wife. It's one of the liabilities. I say it. I think so. It's what I think. It's not in the Bible, but I think so from what I've seen. Yeah. It's a kilowatt. (laughs) 
I'm fully in the forest, I know. But Oh yeah. You have gun wives who stand up and be rebuking associates on behalf of the husband. So you can't talk to my husband like that. Hey, come on, Ole, Chale, let me tell you explain something. I sought him out. I said that you wonder why certain people cannot rise in the ministry. Yeah. But you can overcome it. You can overcome your tendency to quarrel endlessly and relentlessly. Persistently, tirelessly, and zealously. If you cannot overcome bitterness, to me, I'll tell you that I've seen more people overcome by bitterness than by... People are more afraid of fornication and adultery as something that will kill them in the ministry. But my experience, I've seen that more of bitterness and unforgiveness have wiped out more people from the ministry than fornication and adultery. That's what I've experienced. It's not in the Bible, but I've seen it. This is what I've seen. And I'm sharing with you, as my sheep, I'm telling you what I've experienced. Yeah. More people are hurt and discouraged and offended and wiped totally out of ministry by that than by. Because you see, the sexual whatever, not everybody has the severe sexual arousement, pathological sexual disease that make them always go to have sleep with somebody. It's true. But more I find with bitterness. So what is it that may not make you have a good report spiritually? I'm telling you. Now, maybe you married somebody and when you married you realize you backed the wrong horse. You've chosen the wrong one. Put all your money on it. You have no money for transport to go back home. <laughs> to take taxi. And you've, back, you've put all your money on the wrong horse. And your horse didn't win. It was last. Now you have to walk back. No matter the kind of wizard or witch you have engaged yourself to. Through faith. Because I'm... Faith always has to do with very serious issues. Yeah. I'm talking about mountains. A mountain of the spouse that you have gone to link yourself to. Through faith, you can overcome it. Yeah. Through faith. You need more faith. You need more faith. It's not easy when you are young and you discover early, Charlie, I've backed the wrong horse. Early. You found out early. Most people find out as they go and they struggle and they struggle and they struggle and they struggle. By a certain midlife point, they say, hey, it has been 17 years. These issues have never resolved. Then they say, I've, I realize I made a mistake. But nowadays, people are finding out earlier that I, what I'm frying is not fish. What I'm frying is not fish. I'm frying something else. 
What I'm frying is not a fish. I thought it was a fish. But it's not a fish. It's something else. How many have eaten something you thought it was fish? They realize that no, it is not fish. One day I was, I had some fish in front of me and I was going to eat. I said, ah, this fish has been painted. You see, it looks, the redness of the red fish looks abnormally pink. So I look at the fish, I said, no, by the spirit. When you are eating, you must always be led by the spirit. If you are led by the spirit, you will never have running stomach by the grace of God. Yeah. You must always be led by the spirit. (laughs) One day I went to a a wedding. This just by the way, remind me of what I was talking about. I went to a wedding and they were serving the food. Everybody was going round. And I also went round. I think I brought the food. And I looked at it. I don't know, it's a wedding or very major function. And I look on it, then suddenly I felt the Holy Spirit moving within me. You must be sensitive to the Spirit. And something within me, the Holy Spirit, moved. And I, and I felt an inhibition as I was going to take the first blow. And I was very hungry and the food looked delicious, delicious. But the, the Spirit said to me, wait. So I, st- I sat back and I looked at all the people and I started laughing to my, in my head. I said, I know something they don't know. But if I tell them, they will not believe me. I will allow them all to eat and I just quietly. It was in the middle of the night. Hey! People started. Because it takes two to six hours. It will be working. <laughs> Staphylococcus food poisoning. Hey, and somebody goes, ah, I've been running the whole night. I said, okay. I was led by the spirit. Uh, they, oh, no, by the grace of God. I was led. When I look at it, there was some fish. So then they, those who had had the right were debating, was it the fish? Was it this? I said, I don't know, but I knew that there's something wrong with this food. Look, what was I talking about before? The red fish. Yeah. And I said, this fish is not a fish. Then later I found out that they have been dyeing the fish. They put paint on the fish to make it look like red fish when they are selling, but it's not red fish. And that's how some people's marriages, you realize that it was a painted fish that you, you, you bought. <laughs> it was a painted fish. It was not an original fish. <laughs> it's not an original fish. <laughs> it's a painted fish. That's why it's red. <laughs> We're paint. <laughs> but I, I want to tell you that through faith, you can have a good report. The end of your life, you have a good report by, by faith, by believing God. Now, every situation, you have to have faith. Some time ago, I felt the Lord telling me, I'm going to give you some amount of money to do my work. I was praying somewhere. 
and it's a lot of money. I, I need so much money to work, to build the churches, to establish thousands of churches, to pay missionaries, to look after people. I need so much money. And I pray. And I believe. I believe that I have the money. Because when it comes to big things, serious things, uh, it's not self-discipline that's going to take you over. It's not even fasting. Throughout the Bible, you, you, throughout the New Testament, you will find there's no direct instruction to fast. Yeah. There's no direct instruction fast. But you will read about that they fasted. But like how Jesus told us to pray, you will, you will not find, and I say unto you, therefore I say unto whosoever shall fast, he shall have this, this. You don't, you don't have statements like that in the New Testament. But you have, therefore, whosoever shall pray and say this and that, or shall say and doubt, and whatsoever you ask, you have those type of direct promises. Because you can't move God. God already moves. There's nothing you can do that can make God, you're moving God. Amen. So ladies and gentlemen, faith on almost all these issues, if you like, try. Fasting, praying, but praying with faith is different. Praying without faith is different. Try all spiritual keys, laying on of hands, anointing with oil, you will see that all the problems that you have that don't go, when you fast them out, you will see that after the fasting has faded out, since our 30-day fast, you see that they have emerged again. Actually, what happens is that people who do extreme things have the things they don't want. Anybody who does an extreme thing usually has what he doesn't want. For instance, people who try to like just, I will not eat at all. They are usually the people who grow fat. They, say, they will always say, when I eat, I eat. When I fast, I fast. Those people usually will put on weight. You'll find out. Because when I'm eating, I'm eating. There's no, when I fast, I fast. People who say, I am, I am, I'm a priest. I don't want to have sex. Zero. They, you will find, will be doing this, doing that, doing different kinds of things. But those who say, look, I'm normal. Small, small. Let me have it three times a week, five times a week, and just be going slowly, slowly, slowly. Uh-huh. You'll find out that they may be able to stay in a certain way. So, moderation is something that the Bible teaches us to practice. So, more staying spiritual it's better than these extremes, like total carnality with total fullness of abdomen with fufu and banku coming out through your ears and any, even your septic tank. One new house that you move within nine months is full. Yeah. You have to ask yourself how long it takes for your septic tank in your house to be filled. Every day that car is coming to empty the septic tank from your house. It's because of, it's because of how you have been eating. Yeah. 
It's not full of gas. It's full of the solid things that you have been depositing there. Try all these things. They have an effect. For instance, if you have a pathological sexual problem or bitterness, try fasting. When you start eating again, you see they all revive. In fact, sometimes they can come at the end of the fast. You see that you fall with your forehead under the ground. And you say, my God, my God, my God, why has thou forsaken me? But I'm, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you the key. In fact, I'm already giving you the key. By faith, they had a good report. So, begin to have these three ways of exercising faith, which is, uh, or two ways, which is speaking and then praying. Amen. Amen. By faith and believing. Believing. I predict that in, a, in, in some time to come, the thing that is a mountain, you, the way it will go is that you will not notice it going. Then one day you will say, do you remember this issue? Wow. It's, it's, it's no more something we are even praying about. Yeah. You will find out practically it will come to pass in your life that whatever keeps you from having a bad, a good report. Now, this, what I have said, requires the greatest honesty. If, for instance, you are afraid of working for God or becoming a missionary, you are afraid of going all out and giving up your life. Or maybe you are, you so much want to go to America or you want money or you, you want this and that. That's where you need the greatest spiritual honesty because you cannot move something unless it's a mountain to you. But if you don't call it a mountain, it cannot be moved. So I find that people don't have mountain. Like for instance, if you are a liar and you can't tell the truth, you have to speak by faith and say, I have overcome my problem of lying. I'm telling you. You will live. You have to say it. I have overcome it. I have, not that I don't have a problem. I have. And I have overcome this particular problem that is worrying me. I believe that it is no more a problem in my life. As you say it, and you keep saying it, and you keep saying it, and you keep saying it. Ah. Lama Shabe, Shabaya, Kabarabala. You will be surprised to find out that, ah, the thing has become a historical problem. You have a problem? Financially, say it. I have overcome this problem of financial inadequacy. As you keep declaring it in your life by faith, when we come to faith, we are talking about big things. You will find that a force will lift you up. 
But you, it, it, you can't know how or when. Don't have to know how. Don't have to know how. When you want to know how, it doesn't work. How does it work? You don't, you don't ask how with, when you are using your mobile phone. How does it work? If I don't know how it works, I won't use it. Oh, you are a fool. Come on. Put on your television, you are seeing Obama. How? You see oh, Osama Bin Laden. How? Don't ask how. Just use it. I don't know how. I don't know how it will go. You can't forgive. I don't know how it's going to go. You can't flow in your marriage. I don't know how it's going to go. I don't know how it's going to go. Do you know how it's going to go? Do you know? I don't know. Do you know? I don't know. I don't know. I don't, what problem do you have? What problem is going to keep you from having the good report? When you stand before God, you stand like this. Is it the white woman you married? The curse that you brought into your life? The delight that has turned into a horror? A dream that has turned into a nightmare. What is it? What is it? Have faith. Have faith because you are not the only person who has seen mountains. But if you have faith, you can one day have the best report. You'll be surprised. Say, hey, I'm also joining the people who have good reports. One of the things I like about people who have been in sin is that they have faith for forgiveness. Yeah. They have faith for forgiveness. Amen. A person who is used by God a lot, he has faith for forgiveness. That God can forgive and God forgives and God has forgiven. Yeah. But a lot of us they don't we don't have God, we too we don't forgive. Yeah. So I see you taking off. Some of you can't read your Bible. You can't read Bible. You can't, it's a mountain. I tell you, it's the major mountain of your life. Begin to declare, I am a Bible reader. I know the Bible. I love my Bible. I'm a Bible man. I'm a Bible man. I have it. Thank you, Father. Help me to be a Bible man. I'm a Bible man. I'm a Bible man. You can't pray. You know, one of the things that I couldn't do was... All night on my own. I, 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 found, I found it. I found that I start sleeping by a certain time. Because I never went to discos. Do you understand what I'm saying? I'm, I'm not used to being up in the night. It's a mountain. So I started to have faith. Now I can have all night by myself. Yeah, just, just myself. I'm having all night, all day, all night, all day, all night. Yeah, I have it. Experience it. I didn't have miracles. It's one of the greatest mountains. I started to say, I have miracles. I'm a miracle man. I'm a man of faith and power. I see the power of God in my life. I tell you. I'm not diminishing the effect of fasting. Fasting is, has its place. But I'm telling you, when it comes to mountains, now, some of you think all that faith is, is just listening, just saying things once in a while, just saying, oh, I'm, I'm this, oh, I'm that. Even when I was playing golf, I used faith. Yeah. You can ask Bishop Eddie and Bishop Saki. 
when we started playing together, three of us, they were far better than me. Yeah. Not that even they were better than me, but they could play and I could. I took them there. I said, let's go. But when we were there, I couldn't. Many times I came home frustrated and very discouraged and very sad. But I was determined to play because Young Gicho plays. As for me, there are things I do because somebody does it. I'm not, I don't feel shy about it. Yeah. Yeah, I just do it. Just, the person does it and I think it, there must be a secret. I don't know why. I said, this is why the person does it. Especially Mondays. Oh, what? One day you can ask them, we reach a place. I left them. I said, I'm taking a taxi. I'm going. I was very, very sad. And then one day it occurred to me. Deploy a basic spiritual force to contribute to this problem that you have in your life. It was something I'm even praying about it. I started to use it. They thought I was joking. I gave myself a name. I said, my name is Dr. Betty. Betty means you are even going higher than the, the normal mark is pa. When you go higher, it's Betty. I said, it's my name, Dr. Betty. Yeah. And I deployed it. And I used it. And my game, I suddenly was able to play. I started climbing up. Yeah, and I'm going higher. Going higher. Some of you ladies, you you, you are not good at sex. You are not good at sex. You You are a disappointment to your husband. Yeah, you are a disappointment. Your husband. Your beauty does not match with your sexual abilities. Your sexual abilities are less than 5% and your beauty is getting towards 100%. You are a disappointment. He was deceived to marry you but he realized that the fish was not red. It was painted. Through faith you should rise and say I can. I can do. Shabaya. You say, I'm the wildest lady in town. Hey, you see, a spiritual power will come upon you in the room. I believe I can fly. You see, like you are flying in the room. Age. But one of the reasons why your faith is small is faith. Faith is like. It's like a feeling that just goes down. Do you know why? Because faith comes by hearing. When you stop hearing, your faith just drops like that. Why? Because there's so much fear and negative always coming to us. So Romans 10 says, faith comes by hearing. So those who keep hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing, their faith is going up and up and up and up and up. You need more faith, more hearing. A man without a CD, a man without a tape, a man without a message that is playing. I can't see how this person can be a man of faith. A man, a sister without a message that is playing in your ears. Earphone, CD player, car system is playing in the house. Message. I can't see how you can have faith. Oh, I don't know what is your problem. I don't know. I don't know what is your spiritual problem. 
But I'm talking about, today my message is about deploy faith so that you, you can have a good report in heaven. I'm not talking of school report. When, they, when you get to heaven, what are they going to say? When you stand there like that, you stand with your hand behind your back. What are you going to say about yourself? You say, well, I couldn't pray. I couldn't pray. I couldn't memorize any verse. I'm talking about faith now. Have faith. You can memorize verses. You can. It's a mountain. You can. I said, you can do it. You can do it. You can become. You can become a great man of God. I'm telling you, if me, Doug, he would know, I can be a pastor of a church here today. Believe you me, I'm telling you something. I'm number one, zero, 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 zero that God has used me that I'm preaching to you today. Number one, class A1. You take it from me in school, even class prefer, I never chopped some before. No, not even one drop of leadership ability was seen in me by anybody. I'm telling you, anything I've been a leader of, I formed it myself. Anything I have been a leader of, I formed it. I've never been voted for anything. Class people, neither my teacher nor my mates. And I remember when I did common entrance, I had 296. And when they announced my result, the whole class said, Whoo! And everybody looked, they were surprised. That was the first sign in this life was class six. When my, my common entrance result came, 296, huh, they were surprised. Wow! It was an unusual result. People said, Whoa! Did, no one have ever expected anything from me. I'm nothing. If me, I can, I'm standing here preaching to you. Look, t- believe me, when I say something, I'm telling you, believe it from the bottom of my heart. I'm telling you, God can use you too. I'm telling you. Yeah, use faith and climb over every mountain, every hill. And some of you, it's not even a mountain that is in front of you, it's a hill. Shame on you. Some of you, it's an anthill, anthill, and you couldn't cross it. Anthill, you couldn't cross it. Oh. Some of you, you say, my wife. My wife. Your wife. I know people today who are famous in the whole world. They are interviewed all over the world. Men of God. If, you, if I tell you what, I know men of God on the day of their honeymoon. One pastor told me, he said, look, my senior pastor got married. When he came from the honeymoon, he called me. The associate pastor was telling me. He called me and said, man. I said, he said, what is that? It seemed like I chose the wrong one. And when he returned from the honeymoon, he said, I've chosen the wrong one. He, had, he was frying the fish. He realized that originally he thought it was a red fish, but it was a painted fish. It was a painted fish. But that, that, that pastor, he, he fought and fought and fought. Today is a worldwide, world-renowned, all over the world. Yeah, I'm telling you. By faith. By faith, you can have a good report. Yeah, you can. So stop saying, eh, the people are like, the people don't, eh, the people are, you see, eh, the people, stop talking like a baby. Stop crying like a baby. Nah, 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 complaining, complaining, complaining. Say, so I, I had too many boyfriends. That's why I'm like, shut up and start saying I'm a virgin again. I'm pure. 
say I'm pure. I said that I had too many boyfriends. So that is why I'm like at the way I, that I am. And I, you know, I said to feel certain things. When I even see somebody preaching, I feel certain feelings. I don't think he's so pure. Stupid. Just start saying, I'm pure. I'm pure. I'm pure. And one day you say, ah, it's a long time since those feelings came. So I watch pornography and pornography and I can't stop it. You can stop it. I don't know how. I don't know how. I don't know how. I don't know how it will be. But I'm showing you. You can say this thing. I've overcome you. But when you say, well, I don't have any problem. Oh, I'm, I'm pure. <laughs> you are not pure. You know you are not pure. So say, I have overcome that thing. In the name of Jesus. Shabaya. Shabayaka. You, you are making, you are the next star. I tell you, you are the next star. By faith. By faith. The elders obtained a good report. And you too, you are going to have a very good report. Yeah. All those who are expecting bad news about you will be disappointed in the name of Jesus. And, and those who are expecting your downfall, I have a scripture for them. The Bible says a righteous man falleth seven times, but he rises again and again and again and again. Hallelujah. You say, I'm a failure. You are, you are a failure. You are a failure. Is that what you can say about yourself? Is that what you can say about yourself? Are you going to die saying, I'm a failure? I'm failed. I'm down. Rise up and begin to say, I'm making it. I'm making it. Whilst you are on the ground, whilst you have no evidence, whilst you have no substance, say, I am making it. I have made it. I can make it. And I am making it in the name of Jesus. Stop looking at people and feeling jealous of their spirituality. Stop looking at people and feeling envious and say, Oh, I wish I had your background. One day, one day, a, 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 a pastor was having some problem in marriage. He told me, he said, you, you met your wife in school. That is why you, were, you, you met your wife. You knew, he said, I didn't know my wife. I saw him in the two weeks and I got married. Don't, don't, don't be looking at somebody's background and say, If I had your background. Start using, because the person with that background don't know the problem that he also has. What bad thing has been said about you? It has been said about me too. I've been told you are not friendly. You don't smile. I used to preach. My wife will give me the signal. Smile. And then when I get the signal, then I start. <laughs> smile. You are not friendly. Your preaching is not good. You are not whatever. You cannot speak chi. cannot speak ga. You are, are you a Ghanaian? Mulatto? Red? Disappointed European? Anything that has been said. 
I've had people watching me on television. Their children will come and tell when my mother will watch you on television. They'll press the remote. Pine? Pine? And they'll say, is this preaching? Pine? And they turn it off. This is not preaching. He doesn't have power. He doesn't have miracles. Wow. So as I see all the things, sometimes one time I was in Colombia, I was seeing the blind and the, and the wheelchairs were there. It's those people that I remember. As I was in Colombia, I was remembering the people, the people, the people, the things. Because you always remember what somebody said about you. When you, when you see something. And I predict that you will see something that will remind you about what somebody said about you. Do you remember when Fred Price came to dedicate this chapel? He only made one comment. When we honored him, he said, this chapel is called Fred Price Chapel. As he stood there, he said, I can just remember many years ago, I was a little boy, and I came running with my friend, and we saw my friend's mother, and my friend's mother pointed at me and said, you will never amount to anything. He said, they had run away from school, and the friend's mother pointed and said, you will never amount to anything. That's is that is what he remembered when he was being honored here. In the day that you are honored by God, you will remember the things that people said to disqualify and discount you from the whole system. You will remember it. You are not disqualified. You are not. It's not over. It's not over. Is, is it over? Is it over yet? Is it over yet? Are you here or you are not here? Once you are physically here, then it's not over. And you can make it. This is a key that I have to give with you to, to, today. It's not a key of fasting, although fasting is important. It's not a key of anointing with oil. It's a key of faith. Have faith. Have faith in God. And I know the mountains that you cannot see behind will move. And you, you will be discussing with your friend that are. Ah, was there not a mountain here before? Ah, there's a mountain. 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 There will be an argument. Is there a mountain or there's a no mountain? There's no mountain. Are you not a pornographer? Say, I'm not. Years ago, I don't remember the last time I had such a desire. Yeah. A.A. A. Allen. He was a powerful preacher and healer. When he was a child. His mother and father used to make alcohol and sell it. They used to mix it and give to the children. And he was drinking. He was a baby. He was a child like this. Three, four years old, he was a drunkard. Smaller, moving like that. You think that it's a childhood game. But God used him. Occasionally, the plane was flying. See that he's trying to come down, but it will go up. Once he was arrested for driving drunk as a pastor. And he died, he died drinking, he drank and died. He said, occasionally they say the plane, but a great force sustained him and put him up there. It was when he became discouraged. It was when he became discouraged that the plane started to come down. Yeah. But God used him. And I said, through faith. You know how he was introduced. He was always introduced as God's man of faith and power. That was the, intro, the standard introduction for him. The drunkard. He was, he, he was introduced as God's man of faith and power. He's the only person I've seen 
who bring a paralyzed person, totally paralyzed, to the, to the, I've seen it on a video. Not that the person will come and say, I was paralyzed and I'm walking. No, the person is paralyzed and is brought with tumors all over the back, in the spine. And you say, cursed be the tumor. Cursed be the tumor. Stop moving the person. Cursed be the tumor. Cursed be the tumor. Before our eyes. And you see, run! Run like a prophet of the Lord. See the guy running. God's man of faith and power. God can use you, I tell you. Even though you've been drunk as a drunkard as a child, God can also use you. And he will. What is your giant? I see him dying before you today in the name of Jesus. What is your mountain? When we talk about faith, we are talking about what? Serious issues. Big things. It's only a big thing that can keep you from fulfilling your calling. Why, why can't you be a good shepherd? Why are you not a good? Why does your chapel not grow? Why does your church not grow? Why does your ministry not grow? Yeah, the devil will say, hey, you don't pray. You, did you pray? Did you pray today? Did you pray? You didn't pray. Shut up. Shh, shh. Don't speak. You. Don't, don't, don't talk. You, you know yourself. You've just quarreled with your wife. Shh, shut up. You, don't speak. He has been intimidating you all this time. Every time you go, you are always intimidated. Rise up and have a You are under the blood of Jesus. The priests, the high priests are washed with the blood first for their own sins first. Before the sins of the people. The devil tells you, shh. Let people talk about you. No, 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 no. But rise up by faith. You are righteous by faith. It's not by what? It's not by works of righteousness, but by his grace alone. It's not by works of righteousness, but by his grace alone. It's not by works of righteousness, by his grace. By his grace. And we are. Amen. So, Payamando Sentele Mashadaka Balande Besende Berepele. For there shall come an army of prophets, an army of pastors, an army of shepherds. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and never be tired. They shall minister and never be faint hearted. They shall not be discouraged. For by faith they shall overcome the mountains and the obstacles and the wicked things of the enemy that are placed before them. They shall run through the armies of the enemy and overcome them by faith in God. For God shall be their triumph. God shall be their victory. God shall be their overcoming hand in every battle. But through faith they shall overcome and prevail. They shall run down all the works of darkness that are lifted up against them. Kama Shandala. Thank God right now. Just thank God for His blessing. Thank God for His power. Thank God for His spirit. What has disqualified you? What has demoted you? What has discouraged you? Today, an announcement has been made in the spirit realm concerning that thing for your destiny is a destiny of a good report you shall also have a good report says the spirit of the Lord thank you thank you thank you we give you thanks just thank God just thank God thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you 
As every head is bowed, every eye closed for one moment. If you are here tonight, you are not a born again Christian. You want to give your life to Jesus. Maybe somebody invited you. I don't know who you are. But you know that if today you were to die, you are not sure whether you go to heaven or to hell. But you want to say, Pastor, pray for me. Pray with me. Help me to know God. I want Jesus to come to my life today. If you are here like that, just lift your hand. Where you are, just sit down, but lift up your right hand. God bless you. Lift it up high. Pastor, help me today. I want Jesus to come into my life. God bless you. I see your hand. I see your hand. I see your hand. All right. If you have lifted your hand, please stand up where you are. Stand up where you are. I want to pray with you. God bless you. Stand up, stand up, stand up everywhere. Thank you. And come to me from where you are standing. God bless you. Come to me here. I want to pray with you. God bless you. Just come, I want to pray with you. A new day, a new day is beginning for you. A new beginning. God is giving you a new beginning, a new chapter. Just stand here. Let's all stand and pray together with this people. Say with me, all of you in front here, say after what I pray you, just pray. Say, Lord Jesus, please forgive me for my sins. Today, I open my heart. Come into my heart, my Lord. Jesus, save me today. Please wash away my sins. Tonight, I surrender myself. I surrender my life. I surrender my everything to you, 
Lord Jesus, please write my name in the book of life. From tonight, I give my heart to the Lord Jesus. From tonight, I belong to God. I belong to Jesus. And I will serve Jesus. Say thank you, Jesus, for saving me tonight. From today, I am born again. And I will serve Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every week. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.